On this week's episode of Devil's Trap Podcast, we are brought to you by Hunter's Helper. Getting you through that hunt one sip at a time. Smite dysfunction? There's a cream for that. Blood Bowl foam. Our coverage map is all red. And Octocobra. If you thought the boys was gory, wait till Octocobra gets a hold of you. Let's do this. Are you just trying to fuck me up? Like I almost spit like the wine out like out of my mouth. I don't think you've ever once opened it that way. It felt right. I just went with it. (laughs) Oh yes, all right. We're off to a a good start. Uh, Welcome to. Well, I think I think there's a reason because we're very excited to talk about this episode because this is not only episode 15. It is well fresh, well stick. I will I will keep the French noises to a minimum. No problem. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. So hey, what's up? What's going on? Oh man. Uh yeah, I just um went to I haven't had a ton going. I might say I've been super busy, but the things I've been going on that are fun to talk about are we um went and had had a new sandwich at Thunderbird Station. <laughs> Which doesn't sound exciting, but it was really good. Wait, and it's very okay, so unique. But is Thunderbird Station different than Thunderbird Subs? Absolutely different. It is owned by the same people that own Double Wide and Single Wide in Dallas, and it is. So, are they allowed station. to call it Thunder? Like that seems. I think it's rip offy. Don't you think? I mean, I thought is it? I thought it was Thunder something else. Subs. Oh, is it Thunder Cloud? That's what I think it oh, is. Oh, that's what it is. Okay, Thunderbird's just a mythical native American symbol. Whatever. Now I want to yeah. see this. What kind of well, sandwich was it? This is, it was pimento cheese, okay. green apple, and bacon. I'm not mad at that. And it was called the Gremlin, and it was delicious. Oh, it was a Gremlin. <clears throat> it was well, a Gremlin after it was green. It was a Gremlin after I got fed. You know, someone gave it water but- after midnight. So did that, and then uh, went to a car show this weekend, hung out, and um, then uh, saw caught, caught um, one kind of up and coming uh, country artist that's from San Antonio, uh, named Nikki Diamonds, and uh, yeah, that's I think that's about it. That's for me that's right so now. Exciting. It's a lot. Yeah, no, yeah, I keep busy, you know. You know, just doing the thing, living my rock and roll lifestyle, going to car show. I don't do shit, you know. I just went to a car show, went to a band, and like saw all this cool stuff. I also watched an extensive amount of old seasons of Married at First Sight, so we'll just leave it at that as far as the rest of my social life goes. But you had a fun. You've had some fun times. What What you got? Uh, I just got back from Baltimore and mm-hmm. oh, hun, it was great as Baltimore always is. Although, like, I didn't really. I think I spent most of, I like to go around Baltimore to see different things, but we just had a very intense weekend with my, with my con and, uh, which I think was really great. One of my friends who, who is, who runs this with me, 
And she said to her coworkers that she was throwing, you know, had to go to a con that she's throwing. They just assumed that they, she meant crying. That it was like, you know, she, that we were doing a <laughs> she's con. She's going to go pull a con? But yeah. And I was like, oh, do we have a name for this? You know, like, is it, you know, the Patsy Somersault or something? Um, but I do like to think about it that way. That is lovely. But so uh, a bunch of my friends and I got together in Baltimore and we, we, we talked about stuff, but it was in the most amazing venue called Illusions. And the place is run, I think owned, I'm not sure. I was never quite, quite clear on that, but the main magician is this guy named Spencer and he was on one of Diana's favorite shows, America Got Talent. And he was fascinating. He was this adorable, tiny little tattooed elf. And um, I just loved him. I highly recommend going to a show there. Uh, their bartender, Nicole, was amazing. Kept us well inebriated, but not too inebriated because we were talking about important things, but not really. Whatever. Um, it was The drinks were great. And the venue is just full of like magic history. Um, so That's cool. I gave a talk on, as some of you may remember from whatever episode Like a Virgin was, um, when we talked about dragons, I brought up the Snallygaster, and what I did was a deep dive into the full name of the Snallygaster in many papers was the Bovalopis Snallygaster, so I did a deep dive into the word Bovalopis and where that came from. Uh, TLDR, there was a, a, a water ox, water buffalo, a Filipino water buffalo that was captured, brought to America, and apparently many versions of that was captured and brought. I don't know because there was many circuses that had it, but there was a water buffalo that was running around called a bubalapis. And so I got to talk about my weird nerdy shit on a stage that was full of like magic and circus history. So it was my jam that is that, is that, that doesn't the, sound is, up your alley at all it does not sound i was like they had like on like their bar there was like they had two of these little like i don't even know what you call them these, these little spinning things i sent diana a video of one of them i don't know what you would call them but these little like it was like a carousel these two miniature carousels of devil one was devils and one was witches and so when the wind like picks up they just start spinning. They just have these little spinning devils and these little spinning witches. It was so good. I was like, oh. so just. Aren't the ones with the candles? Because I think also some of those, the heat from the candle makes it. Oh, so yeah, there was a candle on it. So that makes sense. Science. That's what it is. Woo. Yeah. So anyways, uh, it was a fantastic, it was a fantastic <laughs> place. And, you know, I, I love Baltimore. You're kind of sketchy, but lovely. You know how I feel about my shitty I'm... places. I just love you. I just love your trashiness. <clears throat> that really is a, it's a rave review on my part and so um That's cool. other things like just before like we get started just you know some general supernatural family stuff so it is yeah. official of uh, the two shows that on the cw that are you know two of the shows that got renewed on cw uh, <clears throat> walker texas ranger has been renewed for its fourth season oh, so wow. that was really good walker independence was canceled oh not okay. a sad news. Winchesters. Still no. Nobody knows. They haven't been said canceled. They haven't said renewed. I kind of think they may just be end up going to Amazon with, you know. With, with that teaser. Mm -hmm. Yeah. With, you know, how happy they were. Like, I think, like, I have a strong feeling that it's may be It's probably being what, negotiated. That's yeah. It's like, happening. we'll take it off. Well, also, you know, like, 
it would be like you know like sort of like them getting picked up for netflix right but just being picked up for amazon yeah so fingers crossed that's what's happened we don't it's not the end yet for our winchesters and i still haven't watched that season and i like now like i've seen some spoilers i'm like fuck no, I have to watch. because like I, I was trying to hide because i wanted to like have it like a podcast where i watched that for the first time and like diana's seen it but I don't know if I can hold out but for that one. But I'm, you said I can't watch it because there's too many things that'll give away, so I can't. I know you can't watch it, so. Anyways. Yep. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, like, maybe someday I'm just going to be really bored and watch it, probably. <laughs> but I was given. Ah, so, this episode, though, these Winchesters, the this world of the Winchesters, oh boy, right? So, this was season six, episode 15, called The French Mistake. So that refers to a scene in Blazing Saddles. And if you if anybody has seen that movie, um you you have, right? That is one you've seen. Okay. Correct. At the Absolutely. end. Absolutely. At the end yes. where like they like basically like the old west, like the fight breaks into like the hall and they all start mm-hmm. fighting like in the cafeteria of the the film studio right so they break the fourth right. wall the song that there is being performed is called the french mistake oh okay so that's one <clears throat> i love a blazing saddles reference yeah that's a good one <clears throat> um and the other possible one is that it could refer to a a gay ma- a straight man having a gay sexual encounter which he later regrets they have the front of a steak. <laughs> so, I don't know. You, you like that dick, probably. But anyhow, this first aired February hmm. 25th, 20, 2011, and was directed by Charles Beeson and written by Ben Edward. So that's our background on this. And I, I did text, you know, I was like waiting for Diana to watch this and because I knew. And also, I had a friend, a friend of mine who, like, She's finally started. Lori, uh, mahalo to you in Hawaii. I don't know you mean wherever you are right now, but mahalo. Um, she was like, I can't wait until you talk about this episode because she, she's a little further behind. The, she's a little ahead of our show. And so she's like, right. this is like one of the most amazing episodes she's ever seen. So I knew from like a newbie perspective, I thought I was like, oh yeah, this is going to be so surprise. Fun. Yeah. Well, before we get too far, I mean, I don't want to get, but basically, I mean, they've, they've teased it doing stuff like this. That's a little bit meta, but this is definitely over the top and it's fun. So that being said, that being said, we start off with a zoom in on a computer laptop and a blog called strange happenings in something. I couldn't see, see what it was, but there's an article that says mauled man mystery continues. And there's a very gross picture on it entrails something potentially blood stuff something so yeah dean's doing research and trying to pour booze but his bottle empty and there's a big old thunderstorm and they are at bobby's and sam comes in and ends up bobby is out on a quote-unquote supply run which means the liquor store apparently but uh, yeah, and Sam's just like in this, and they're like, "Yeah, we're out of Hunter's Helper, and one, I'm pretty sure there is. I just didn't lo- have time to look. There must be someone who's taken this brand, right? If so not, must have, disappointed. If not, family business. Hello, like we'll open a distillery next to you called Hunter's Helper. Like that just thought business writes itself, right? Well, and then 
but who shows up but our old friend Balthazar, who in my notes Yay! is called Balti. Oh, Balti. So, and he Balti. is once again in like his V-neck t-shirt with his hairy chest and like his suit jacket on over it. And normally that's not my style, but I gotta lie. I gotta lie. Not mad at it. It works. Not it works mad. for him. No. Nope. Working for him. And he is making a lot of references to The Godfather, which is another film Diana has not seen. Um, <laughs> no, but this I was is able what my to... notes my notes say <laughs> they're in The Godfather and in the role of Michael Corleone and then you know the Archangel Raphael dash Diana has never seen The Godfather, <laughs> I assume. Well, to be clear here, I mean, it's a really long movie. <laughs> from what i've heard but i'm also not completely culturally unaware of it i'm not like oh, it's a beautiful Michael wonderful Corleone. movie like, yes, i've never heard of it. like i don't think i say i know that name it's like i'm aware of that like, it's I'm just like oh concept. my god like the or at least just read the novel or something it's just a the story that is sounds like way a, worse <laughs> sounds they're both really great. They're both really good. Okay. Um, however, one well. thing I also want to say, so while he's doing this and he's making like his spell, like, like where'd the bowl come from? Like he just all of a sudden has this bowl. He just, he has a bowl. He's Did got he bring the, the bowl with him? Like Maybe so. Like, was it Maybe just like under his jacket? He was like, oh, the one thing I need is this bowl. Cause, or like was yeah. the bowl in the fireplace? I was just. <laughs> i was see that's where you went i was more like okay salt jet tracks having a bone of a lesser saint okay maybe well but it's he, not just but, it wasn't just salt though it was uh it was very specific salt it was dead sea yeah. brine salt but still that even like tracks because they have a lot of salt so they gotta have varieties of salt but the one that i was kind of like that i thought was the funniest but also like what the fuck was the jar of lambs blood of lamb in the in the fridge I mean, so that was there, right? So, but I mean, maybe he just made a rack of lamb and he had that left over. Where I don't, do you get that from the butcher? Do you cut your own lamb? Like, what's going on with that? I don't know. Also, he had, then, he had like, a big old jar of blood of lamb. That's all I know. But he also IDs just this random piece of bone as not only as a vertebrae, which I guess I can see that, right? Like, okay, I guess spinal mm -hmm. bone, I see this. But he's just like that of a lesser saint. Like, what, like, does it, like, have a saintly glow? Like, how do you know? Do you know? And like, why do you know it's not an upper saint? Like, how do you know it's a saint? How do you know it's well, not I didn't just see like a, I did not see you a know, label. like it was not. Yeah, like, it didn't say like it could have been like Drew the goat fuckers. Like we don't know. You fuck one goat anyway. You can fuck yeah, one goat. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So yeah. And so he, Balti's running around putting the spell together, and he is uh, very happy with Bobby's pantry, though, and his all the having all these supplies. But basically, he's like, "Look, Raphael is going to be after is after all of us. Castiel's had to go underground, and uh, we've got a hit out on everyone that's helped him. So, so Raphael's going to use all of us to draw Castiel out." Seems like a fair plan, right? Also, I have a gaping chest wound. Oh, yeah. He opens his jacket, and he's bleeding a lot. And Sam's super sus about all this. He's like, mmm, Balti, you sus. I don't, I don't trust this shit. I don't buy it. Whatever. But Balthazar's just drawing sigils on the glass with his with this mixture of the lamb's blood it's that he made. He just keeps he just keeps going. Like he has like no pause. He just keeps doing his thing and talking as he goes. But to be um, fair, like, hey, look, you know, with, like, my ADHD brain, 
yeah. sometimes if I have a thought, like I can't like you can't stop me, right? I know I'm gonna lose that thought. Like if you if you put a second thought in here, like it's just gonna like yeah. proceed and that one's just gonna go away. <laughs> so like maybe he's just like, I have to like I've got these words of the spell. Again, like if out. you if you say five, like I'm gonna forget something. Yeah. And but then he gives them a key and it looks like a locker key at a roller rink is what I first thought. Yeah, I really want to forget this. Okay. On a big keychain. Yep. But uh and he says, Yeah, y'all need to run with this. And then something invisible throws Balthazar across the room. It's not good. And we get a very, very, very serious angel marching into the room in his suit. He's very large. He's very lurchy. Yeah. Is it and this is Virgil, we believe? He is, he's also very mafia hitman like, right? So we're kind of going with the, the Godfather reference. He's just he just looks like a dick. He does, but also and he that so... also means to me he looks very nice, right? Like he looks like the like he's a character who's like so mean, and you just know like I would just be like, oh, like I'm just gonna redo a bed. But he's got a heart of gold. He does like one of those. No, Virgil's got he's a just heart a big old gold. teddy bear. He's just a big old teddy bear underneath that. I just know you are, sir. <gasps> oh, so bless Balthazar's his little heart. Like, uh, Balthazar is like, y'all gotta run, and does an angel fling of the brothers through the window. Yeah, but instead and- of landing outside in the middle of a storm, they land on a stunt mat indoors. Huh. Weird. Real weird. Right? Right. And then we you hear, hear cut. And applause. They're filming the Supernatural TV show. <sighs> yep. And somebody is telling Jared and Jensen that they they did a great job, but they're actually saying Jared and Jensen. And Jensen. Yeah. Uh, and obviously our, our Winchester brothers are very confused. So this is where it gets confusing writing about it. So I stick with <clears throat> referring to them as our Winchester brothers because that's the only thing that makes sense to me. Well, I mean, so, I always call them the boys anyways because I'm okay. a true Supernatural fan. Um, but Sorry. no shade on you. are still not there yet, but you'll get there. More Crowley, you'll get to the boys eventually. You'll trust me, trust me, you'll get there. Um, but so if they were actually like the characters Sam and Dean, I just called them Sam and Dean, right? So... Right. If we're talking about, like, we're talking about them in real life, like, so this is, like, someone is telling them, so someone's telling Sam and Dean, but they're really telling Jared. Okay. This is the only time that I called them yeah. Jared and Jensen, because it was funny. Um, no, so. for sure. <clears throat> All right, so our brothers are very confused. We've got a, what appears to be a director and a stunt coordinator and other guys that work on the set talking about a the scene that was just shot. And about how it's going to take like 95 minutes to reset that window if they want to reshoot it. So if, or we can just cut the part where they sit on the Impala, that's how he says it, and talk about their feelings, which is hilarious. But, um, like, or you could do a freeze frame. And the director does not want to get the, uh, the hate mail if they cut that Anyways, um, and uh, Sam's looking around and realizes that the window they just busted through is made out of this really rubbery substance instead of glass. 
Yeah. Also, though, like on the free when they're talking about this, this is where we start getting the first of the <laughs> season six reference, which I just love. Like, it's one of my favorite things about this episode is how much is like poke fun of it, like being season six, <laughs> and they're not giving that fucks is, anymore. Yeah. yeah. So uh, they're being called Jared and Jensen and are very confused about this, but they get pulled away, separated. Dean gets pulled to the makeup and he is not thrilled, especially when he realizes he's already wearing makeup and it's being removed. And he says, oh, crap, I'm a painted whore. He is. He is a painted whore. And Jared is getting, Jared Sam uh, is getting interviewed by Trish. And she wants to know yes. what's next for Sam Winchester in season six. I'll and if sure you can include the question, the question in your answer. answer. Uh, yeah. So they meet back up. Dean is pissed about having makeup on. And Sam has figured out that their life is a, the, the the plot of a tv show and dean is just they're just they're just flabbergasted by this like why? why would anybody want to watch our lives well according to the interviewer not many people do <laughs> so and actually i think the ratings were fine in season six but i think i was watching i'm pretty sure i was watching the show live at this point okay that's hilarious but and I like that um, when they when they reference uh, Jared Padalecki, Dean goes, "What now? You're Polish?" Great. <gasps> Which Yay. I also know as a fellow Polak, you're like anytime like we yeah. get called out, we're just like you recognize Polish Yay. people, like because you yeah. didn't make fun of us that much. Uh, all right, so yeah, just a little, just a little, just a little bit. All right, so we go outside and we see baby. <sighs> baby yay something's something's you know the same but this guy's throwing like this muddy slop on it and dean is not happy until he realizes there's an entire row of babies in various states of repair or disrepair or damage yeah it is pretty bad and i I don't understand like why he's sick to his stomach right because i'd be like look at all these parts no, because baby is baby, and that means you don't know which one is the real one, and it's all fake. One of them is a real one, and the other people, all the ones are part bitches. Donor cars. They're donor cars. That's what yeah, they're I are. guess. <laughs> but his next line is, I want to go home. I feel like this whole place is bad touching me. No bad touch. A lot of bad touch. Oh, oh so they God. figure oh, out. Yes. He's like, "Okay, what do we gotta do? All right, let's let's try and reach. Let's try and reach my boyfriend. Let's let's try and call Cass." So they try. Dean prays. Nothing happens. But then they see him across the set. So they hello. Yay. Behold, there is Cass. There he is. So they run up, and Cass is, starts saying, "Like, yeah, you know, we've got to keep you out of Virgil's reach. So we, you know, we're gonna cast you into an alternate reality." And they're talking. Which really is the plot, right? So, like, it's Mm -hmm. it's not really, like, they're really explaining, like, what's going to happen. So, if you listen, you're like, oh, this explains, like, all this shit that just happened. You're in alternate reality. It's similar to yours, except there's one thing that makes it very different. Mm Mm-hmm. And we are, and and we're not even to, to that yet, but we're almost there, right? Oh, I thought we were there. Okay, whatever. I got ahead of you. But Cass wants the key 
and um no no this is no this is not i was not ahead of you because the cast says that oh. and then sam gives him the key okay. right yeah no you're right so we've got the key and they're like yeah it opens the room where balthazar stole you know stored every weapon that he stole from heaven okay well that seems like a great thing for castiel to have if he's in this war all right yeah feels great. but yeah yeah so, uh, but they're like, you know, Sam and Dean are still kind of surprised that Balthasar gave them this key and asks Castiel what's up with this whole like TV thing. And Castiel is confused and pulls out his script to ask if they put out new pages for the script. <gasps> oh, it's shit. not Cass. It's an actor. Nope. Yes, this is. And his name is, is Misha. <gasps> what a horrible, terrible, terrible. Uh, I forgot. No, they just made fun of it. Whatever. I'm just like, whatever. They made fun of his name. <laughs> because I think Misha's a good name. Uh, yeah. So Sam takes, snatches the key back as they walk away. I like that Sam asks if this is a cosmic joke, and Dean's response is, if so, it's stupid and we don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man can i just also be like yeah the past like few yeah this cosmic joke is stupid and i don't get it so we've got um them strolling around set very distraught but guess what they find oh who has a fancy trailer jensen has a fancy trailer so they're gonna go hang out in a fancy trailer on set with its own remote control uh, helicopter and ginormous fish tank, which is very impractical, as they notice. And during this, Misha is also so happy that he got punked that he tweets, Hola, Misha Migos, J Squared got me good. <laughs> so they're all excited, though. They've got, you know, a laptop. So they're going to try to figure out what's going on. And um, really, they realize that they're like superstars. They're on magazine covers, <gasps> doing Blue Steel. Um, and um, surprise, Jensen's from Texas. What? <gasps> and he was on a soap opera. Uh-oh. We get a nice clip of it. It was pretty entertaining. It was very entertaining. But Dean has an idea. <clears throat> Right. They're like, wait, well, we can't get, since we can't reach Castiel, maybe we can reverse Balthazar's spell. So let's find these ingredients and make this happen. Okay. So they run back on set to go find ingredients where everything is fake. It's all a prop. It's everything is a prop. rubber. Ver well, which makes sense. It's a TV show, guys. But it's a rubber vertebrae, spring-loaded knives, and Dean is having way too much fun with that spring-loaded knife. But to be fair, they're really fun. Yeah, no, I'm you sitting have, there like how stabbing do you not, myself like, yeah, for you all the time. With it. It's yes, so yes. much fun. Yeah. Which is why uh, we are not yeah. allowed those. Right. So, uh, and the director is watching this and he's like, at least they're talking to each other. Which I think is an interesting comment. Yep, yep. So that, yep, so that happens. And so they just like, okay, we're just going to, we're going to leave this set. And we're going to take off in, in Baby. Baby doesn't sound so good. Baby's a prop. She barely drives. This is not the real baby. It is very sad. And they get they get stopped by the, by one of the prop kids, I guess. 
And you know, like this poor uh, PA is just like, what the fuck is happening? Please stop. I'm going to lose my job. I can't explain that my actor stole the car that I was the one thing I'm responsible for. But guess what they haven't said? They got a driver in an Escalade. What? Cruising in my Cadillac Escalade chicken. With, with Cliff driving them around. And um, they are... Uh, it, they realize that they are, first off, everybody's surprised they're talking, but also they're in Vancouver. And Dean is pissed. A fucking they're Canada, right? <laughs> <sighs> but so they're going to go, go to yeah. Jared's to work on their acting. We're going to Jared's house. And it's, and it's fancy. It's a nice house. And I think it's hilarious when they're walking in here and we've got... They're just like enthralled and confused by the fact that there's a tanning bed and just how nice the house is. And there's this fancy little bar set up. But I'm noticing in the background uh, some beautiful but large pop art of Ruby. What? What? Could it be? (gasps) Could it be uh, not Ruby, but... (laughs) Actually, supposed to be a Genevieve. Uh, we haven't learned her name yet, but here comes Ruby in oh, a little yeah. black dress, and they yeah. are together. And the dress is perfect, and I want to know where it is. So the perfect little black dress is a very good one. And at first, I was just it like, is. "Is she just like, oh my god, she's so short?" And she is, but it's just like also they had her sitting very. down. I'm like, why would you ever direct her sitting down next to Jared and Joseph? Yeah, it's weird, but so. They also have an alpaca in their backyard. That's what we also learn. But anyways, because it's a very green animal. Um, Anyway, so we've got, but we have Genevieve here now. It's Ruby, a.k.a. later we find out she goes by Jen. Sorry, I was going by the real world. I figured it out. Sorry. But, um, and she's got to go to the International Otter Charity Adoption Dinner. Yeah, sometimes you have to go help international otters be adopted. I want to go to an otter. I will adopt all the otters. Honestly, if you just went to a place and were like, here's a picture of some otters swimming. Give me, like, give me money. I'd be like, okay. And they're like, if you give me more money, I'll let you play with an otter. Like, all the money. This like, yeah. Take my, you know, throwing things and just pumping the mic and just shit because I'm very excited about the otters. Okay. So, our, she leaves and, um, our brothers decide that they need to do some research. So they're in Jared's fancy office with some, uh, in front of a photo art. of him riding a horse, looking very serious. Yes. Very serious. It's pretty funny. Um, but they're talking about how to get these ingredients and they're like, well, it'll take about a week. We do this round trip down to Mexico to steal this thing and blah, 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 blah. And Sam, Sam's like, or we could buy it. Because we've got credit cards, and apparently in this world we're rich. And he pulls up Jared Padalecki's black card. He does, yeah, and uh, purchases the bone that they need, and is going to have it <laughs> delivered to the airport the next morning, skipping customs for personal pickup. Oh, well, that's so that's lovely, nice. so nice. Yeah, uh, yeah. So Dean takes a nap. 
And Sam's going to walk around the house fails. drinking a beer, which is great because he was just drinking liquor at like in the other room. So now he's done with that liquor and now he's drinking beer as he's wandering through that his house. I mean, you're in an alternate reality and shit's fucked, but apparently you're rich there. So I mean, yes, I, don't I mean, him. I would be getting loaded too. Like, but just, just, just observing. Yeah. And, um, and, uh, Ruby gets back and, uh, AKA Jen. So, uh, he starts to ask about disasters that may have happened in the last year, like earthquakes and tsunamis. Uh, and she's like, yeah, I, I remember those from last season of your TV show. Oh, so this didn't happen in real life for them. Ooh, ooh. But but then she leads him to bed, so it's fine. So consent here. Well, I mean, he is that other, but so well, it depends. Is there another version of him there? Like the other, like there, like where is the, where are the other versions of them? That's a good question. Did or they, did they become them? Have they become them? I don't know. And now they're becoming. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anyways, all right. So we don't uh, know what happens. They could have just gone to sleep. Sure. Okay, but they also show off like a very large ring on her finger too as she goes upstairs. But and the next morning we're at the airport, and Cliff kind of wants to know, but he kind of doesn't. Well, he goes, is like, we're not doing anything illegal, are we? And then Sam asks him, would it make you feel better if we said no? And Cliff's like, no. Nah. <laughs> Which is not a great driver. The driver should say, yeah. I mean, like, it's fine. You know, the driver should shut that. his mouth. I'm just kidding. The driver should shut his pie hole. <gasps> when a driver picks oh. the music, the shotgun shuts his pie hole. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying this driver, this type of driver, should shut his mouth. But all right, so back on set, our once and everybody once again is still surprised that they are, you know, talking, and especially surprised that they are on set first because they think they're putting together their magic spell to get back to the real world, but everybody on set thinks they're there to help shoot a scene, and uh, yeah. They're working on actor stuff. So, so we get yeah, Dean, like, Dean tells the director, he's <sighs> so just bad. like, look, he's like, I would, can we have some time to do some actor stuff? And he's like, no. And they're like, cut to them in their, their chairs. And Misha's just like, ooh, priority. What's in your box? And Sam says something that I think if we were ever in this conversation, you wouldn't even bat an eyelash. Yeah. Sam says, correct. I bought part of a dead person. Yeah. I think he would just be like, who? <clears throat> yeah. That's accurate. That tracks. Or, is this, and then you probably, or go, is this legal? And then go, I don't want to no, know. Unlike know. Cliff, you would say the right answer. I don't want to know. Correct. Correct answer. Yes. 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 That is what you say. So, um, yeah. So now we've got to do lines, and this <laughs> no, no, is... no, we're not doing lines. We're acting. Well, sure, we're acting. We've got to do a scene. That was a joke. That's why I meant to get. Oh, ah, damn it! I missed it. Sorry. Right. We're not doing lines. Damn it! We're acting. So we've got this. Well, if they're acting, Sam... they're probably also doing lines. Ah. Oh. <laughs> 
So it's Sam, Dean, and Misha are <laughs> trying to run the scene. That's how I'm delineating in my head. That's all. That's all yeah. I could do it. Uh, are doing the scene, and we realize that Sam and Dean, not Jensen and Jared, Sam and Dean are terrible actors. Like it's bad, but it is fucking hilarious how they pull this off. Yeah. It was so good. And doing like all the things like you would assume that first you know, young amateur actors would make. Like, you know, Dean looks at his mark. Sam can't figure out what to do with his hands. Can't remember his oh, yeah. lines. Sam can't stop looking at like the camera. So Dean's like, look anywhere else. And so he just looks so and gets his at the ceiling. <laughs> it's so hilarious. And uh, yeah, it's bad. It's bad. Uh, so we get the, uh, the 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 crew talking about like, well, we have all the lines. They're trying to figure out if they can make any of it work. They're like trying to figure out if they can like piece it together and make it look experimental. Um, and of course, our you know Sam and Dean are talking off to the side about you know talking shit about the script. But yeah, and we get another like ugh, whatever season six. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, and Misha is once again tweeting. Yeah, he's he is a fan of the tweet on his BlackBerry about them being hungover because that's what he assumes. I M O J N J had a late one last night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, we get our them trying to go do the spell now. They have they're trying to go pieces together. But, but while while this is happening, happening, we've got the director on the phone with. Sarah asking and that they're asking what terror alert level they're at and the level is orange and it's like look we thought it was good that they brothers that they uh, that Jensen and Jared were talking but now they're like living together and smuggling illegal stuff from Mexico Uh, Misha tweeted about it being a black market organ thing and we've got other guys you know they're they're just Living their they've best any, lives. They, 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 they think it's drugs, and they've they've lost or any organs. talent that it they ever had. It could be also black market organs. So they're talking, they're partying, they're living together. We love it. The network does not love it. Correct. Sarah's on the phone, but all the time this is happening in the background. Sam and Dean are trying to work their spell. They are, and then they try. To, then they smash through the window. Season six, and it doesn't work. It doesn't work. So back in the trailer, because they like hanging out there, they're like, look, is it even possible to get back? Uh, They're up all night. You know, the world didn't have an apocalypse. It doesn't seem to be any monsters, ghosts, demons. Those are all pretend here. So there's no hunters and nobody, nothing to hunt. So there's no magic in this, in this alternate universe. Then not only is there no magic, there is no supernatural how meta is that? There's no supernatural. Yeah. There's no show, but there is a show. <sighs> and I'm just sitting here like holding a bottle of wine. So there. So what does this mean? Will a spell work if there's no magic there? Oh, and then if there's no spell, no magic, no supernatural, is there no heaven, no hell, and no God, and therefore no angels? So, okay, and the way this gets written out, I'm pretty sure this is the song of it, right? There's no super supernatural, no demons, no hell, no heaven, no God, but also no angels, right? Like, somewhere in there, like, I don't know, run, write a song with yeah. that. 
I feel like there was a song with that already. I'm sure there is. It's probably like Guns N' Roses and whatever. So, uh, so we cut to what I first like I thought was a motel room, but I'm assuming it is a motel after later that it is motel room set is a motel set motel room because it looks like one of the supernatural motel rooms yes and it has a sigil on the window just like the sigil that we saw at bobby's window and it glows and then virgil is there oh no and then if you think about it so we now have another broken window and remember what they said earlier about how long it takes to set this it's a lot of windows that they're doing this to. It's kind of mean. Yeah. So we see um, a green screen and two guys, stuntmen, practicing fighting in front of a version of Baby. Um, <laughs> I like Dean has a little comment as he walks by, though. It makes me very happy that. <laughs> Sorry not to knock on Canada too much, but he's like, he just wants to get out of Canada. If he hears one uh, one more conversation about hockey, he's going to puke. Fair. I mean, fair. <laughs> Which is I also get... funny right now because I've actually like not watched a ton of hockey, but playoffs are on right now and the Dallas Stars are in the playoffs. And there's a couple really good fights. And like, if it's on, if, like hockey's on, I'm walking by and a fight breaks out. I'm going to stop and watch. I, you know, and I, you know, I've been. I feel to... like I should like hockey more. I have, I enjoy uh, live hockey. Um, I don't even, I don't think this team is there anymore, but like there used to be um, a team that we had down there that had like dollar beer and dog nights, just like the, these other baseball mm. things. So yeah. Yeah. And so then they would just give you like little cups of beer, but then you could take like 25 of those and make like a cup. And then also because hockey's not a big thing that you could just buy like the cheap tickets and then go like down to like the ringside. Cause you just walk down. Um, but also like, you know, I've seen like, you know, I've been to range like, I don't like sports ball. Everyone knows this. I've been to Rangers yeah. games, you know, but I like like lime sports. It's different. Go to a live sport. I'm also just totally drunk. Different. So I'm just like, mm-hmm. yeah, I just want to go, you know, drink and watch people get in there's, fights. There's like, yeah, it's a different, different thing. But anyways, yeah, I was, I was like, oh yeah, because we've been watching a little bit of stars games, but yeah. it's kind of funny. So our, uh, our brothers get turned around on set and run into Virgil. Oh no. And he puts his hand on Dean's head, but nothing happens because there's no fucking magic. Smite dysfunction. Yeah. Smite dysfunction. SD, he's gotten, he's gotten a, he needs a little green pill. I don't know why. I assume like for like a smiting that it's green, but you know, um, some pharmaceutical company will make him a green. I think it's I saw green screen. Anyways, all right. That's so, right. but they're just like, oh, cool. Like, you don't have any powers. This will be great. Mm-hmm. This is a mojo free zone. But then they get into a fist fight, and it is a, and Virgil's pretty strong. That's, yeah, he'd fight, man. Like, it's like, oh, yeah. yeah, like, you don't have any powers, but you're also ha, like a mixed martial artist or something. Yeah. Uh, apparently, you should be on UFC. You're on the wrong show set. Um, yeah, anyways, but he's just like, oh. Yeah. And our stunt coordinator, we cut away, and in the background, our stunt coordinator is bragging about how all the fights that he uh, that he puts together on the show. No, he's them. bragging about them to a blonde girl. So he's just like, well, "Hey, yeah, babe, to a blonde chick. do you like? Oh, look, look at all yeah, these fights all that the are fights. going." And she's yeah. like, "Yeah, it's so exciting." What about that fight right there? Yeah, you do and... that one. That one mm-hmm. yours. Mm-mm. Nope. And so they all go running to break up the fight. Uh, and as they're getting pulled apart, Virgil pulled the key out of Sam's pocket. And brought 
I do like that, you know, as much as we know, this is like, again, like you said, looks like a roller, like either like a roller skate rink key or like at like a Shutterbond key. Like that's also possible. Like at least they made it, at least it was very obvious when it got stolen. You're like, oh, there goes that orange thing. Yeah, exactly. So um, we've got a director back on the phone with Sarah and they're like, look, Darren Jensen, we're just seen beating an extra to death. Not all the way to death. That's a positive. Not a positive. I think he's still alive. Uh, but uh, basically, they're like, are they on an extended acid trip? Does, I think Sarah might need to come down, but they're not sure that they'll that the brothers that Jared and Jensen will know who she is because she's new. So uh, they need Kripke to come himself. And then she's just was like, how is that going to make me look like I'm a new boss bitch in charge and I had to fly like this dude in. And if you've been listening to us for the past six seasons of this or watched anything, you know, this is all actually happening in real life. Not exactly. Not exactly. Uh, Kripke at this point was not in a cabin writing his next pilot for Octo Cobra. I believe he was probably working on the boys. I think that's what this was. I don't know. I don't remember what exactly what he's working on, but. I just love but the fact Octocobra. that that this was the name they came up for what he was working with was Octocobra. Octocobra. Uh, so they're just debating. Um, Sam, Sam and Dean are debating oh, oh, awesome. and Virgil's <laughs> also. Yeah, also uh, that Bob Singer, who we later learned is Bob Singer, says, Mother of God, don't buy anything. So uh, they're debating if Bert, Virgil's stuck too. Because if they're stuck with no magic, then maybe he's stuck there as well, which is, I guess, good and bad. Yeah. And we see Misha leaving the set, tweeting uh, about, you know, how that feeling is, you know, that weird feeling when someone's in your backseat. Well, he also condescends to our little production assistant or whatever this guy is who had the car earlier, who I feel like he's just in a lot of these scenes for no reason, but he yeah. was just like, good night, little fella. And I'm like, oh, Misha, that's rude. Don't say that to, to the people. Well, and his nom- and because his that means what happens. Getting in a Prius. Yeah. Then the next thing that happens makes it like, okay. So you were kind of like a shit to the production guy. Then you got into a Prius. Yeah. And then you said a weird tweet about feeling like there's somebody in the back seat. And then Virgil's frowny got a face. knife to your throat. Frowny face. Because you are the, because he, yeah, frowny face. But Virgil is in your back seat and he's got a knife to your throat now. Okay. Okay then. So Sam and Dean are searching the set for Virgil. Um, but the, the director is waiting for them and corners them because he thinks that this is all a big play to get a raise. And just like, is this the kind of act that goes away if I give you if I give you more money? Like, I love that. Just like, eh? can I just can I just pay this problem away? Yeah, if I just give you money, will you stop being weird? I don't know. Uh, and he's like, look, I'm not just your director or your executive producer, but you should think of me as Uncle Bob Singer. And that's what it is. Oh, and then they call him a douchebag for naming a character after himself on the show. Yeah, what kind of douchebag names a character after himself? Oh, oh, <laughs> Uncle Bob. And then Bob just gives them a talking to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't come to work on poppers and smuggle kidneys in from Mexico and make up your own lines. Oh, <sighs> pretty 
pretty sure my union contract says I can. Uh, so that was hilarious. But then Lane Dean's just like, no, sir, we are not actors. We are hunters. We are brothers. And brothers. And we are the Winchesters. And that matters in the world we come from. I mean, this world is fans. What does that all mean? We must run. We must find Virgil. <sighs> so we cut from that to a crying Misha and Virgil, who now, not only does he have a nice knife to his throat, now he has to listen to a monologue. Yeah. And then it's about how do you live in a world where there's nothing but dirt when you die, no power, no magic. But Virgil's going to make a Blood Bowl phone call. So he's got to cut Misha's throat. So he does that to call to Raphael while a homeless dude watches creepily. Mm-hmm. And this now we know why this was like brought up in the recap. We have that flashback to Meg doing the, the throat thing where she's like, yeah. So, but Blood so Bowl. now this is saying that also works on the heaven side. Yeah, that's questionable, right? I mean, that seems like they wouldn't want to do that. I don't know. He's like, oh, this is what I'm reduced to. I'm like a filthy, basically like a filthy demon, but I don't, I don't yeah. get it. Mm. An old Blood Bowl phone, though, comes through, apparently. And, yeah, you know, uh, like the, the cover, the gifts to carry, like they've gotten up to that 5G. You know, if you just got that last vaccine, you could have gotten this Blood Bowl coverage. Uh, so... <gasps> so, so uh, okay so we got uh sam yeah so he calls up homeless dude watches and we got like sam and dean walking into jared's house correct and jen is there crying and tells them that misha's been stabbed to death and their first response is where and she's like what the fuck how why is that your response and so I get like also they're asking like where like as in location but like goes like like is that where like like on his body? <laughs> oh, so we now we got to a Canadian scene. crime scene tape. We can tell you Canadian the Canadian crime scene tape. It has maple leaves on it. It sure does. <laughs> what the fuck? That's how that's how crimes are in Canada. Eh? Canada. I mean. I- they definitely made that just for this show, right? What? Okay, so the homeless hmm. guy is telling a cop about the Ninja Turtle Raphael. <laughs> and the scary man. The crying man. The crying. He killed the, the, the scary man, killed the attractive crying man. The poor attractive crying man has now died. But there was a voice that told Virgil to go back where he crossed over with the key. Yes. And so, uh, Dean throws the guys some money. And they're like, well, shit, he got the key. Then Castiel's going to be dead and our world's going to be toast. So we've got to go stop him. So now they have a plan. But oh. how much trouble could Angel no wings be? Yeah, you know, he's got no power. So we see Virgil at the pawn shop with a nice pistol and um, asks for the 12-gauge tactical shotgun. Tells the pawn shop owner that or shop worker that he is the weapons keeper of heaven. Well, also, like, the pawn shop owner or whatever, he was like, you really know your ordinance. He just asked yeah. for a 12-gauge pump-action shotgun. 
he yeah, didn't ask for anything like spectacular there's like the most basic and obvious of guns like you sure know your ordinance well i mean yeah i mean it is yeah. i would say it is canada but canada shoots i know a lot of rednecks from there well so virgil butt checks this guy and then there's a bell oh is that what you call it now he's store. butt checking I, just, I don't know. What else? I don't know. I was just putting him in the head with a shotgun. I know there was a cool term for it. He butt chunks. I thought that was a word. I don't know. You hit I, him with I, the butt of your gun. You hit someone with the butt of the gun. I'm down with chunks. it. I just didn't know that was a term. I think it is. I don't know. Maybe I'm if crazy. It's not. Like, it is now. It is now. And uh, shoots another customer coming into the store. So we know Virgil ain't scared. No, it was not. It was not. It was a lot. Like, oh, shit. Uh, Virgil's. He is not a nice angel. No, no, he's a dick. So back on set, Sam and Dean are waiting and they're just like, look, I mean, what are we going to do if we're stuck? If we can't get the key and get passage back. And um, they're like, well, you know, Sam at least wouldn't be bad off. Is what Dean starts telling him. He's like, look, you know, you've got, you know, this, you know, this house, you've got, you know, this wife, you've got, it seems like things that we get, you're famous. Like, it seems like things are pretty fucking good. And, uh, Sam's like, yeah, no, I mean, this is, that's not, this is not home. Well, he's, he's also just like, oh, like our friends are back there. I'm like, what fucking friends? Bobby. You have Bobby and you have Cass. That's like fucking it. Like, I know this world, you get a smoking hot wife who likes otters and alpaca and and millions of dollars. Well, not anymore because you just bought all these relics. So you're probably broken out, but you've got an alpaca. Yeah. And, but Sam's also is like, look, but we don't we don't mean the same thing here. But you, you have know, an alpaca. You can buy an alpaca. Not in his Just other world, apparently. This in no, this world true. he gets an alpaca. I don't know where the fuck you're leaving. Anyways. Uh, yeah. So either way. So they, they they at least at this point kind of weighed the pros and cons of both worlds, but they both want to go back to their world. Um, well, and then so, the big thing is Sam's just like, we're not even brothers here. And so there is a huge family thing. It's all about family. <sighs> so we cut outside. The thing Dean forgot in the previous episode, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry. No. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. Uh-huh. All right. So outside, our, we've got our director and um, the, 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 I don't know, the props kid hanging around props kid pa i don't know i'm just assuming he's a pa yeah. but pa pa we have the director in the pa and who has arrived he pulls up this suv and they're like oh she's so awful about misha but it got us the front page in variety yeah it's, it's so tragic yeah so very classic hollywood just like oh it's so sad about our star but died but hey box office yeah. ratings yeah we gotcha we gotcha. And so Eric's is like, cool. Got this. Busting their guns and, blazing. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but while they're talking, Virgil starts walking up. And they're like, oh shit, that's the extra that they tried to beat up. And, and Eric's like, cool, cool, I got this. Uh, Virgil starts blasting. <laughs> that's just what happens. Pulls the shotgun and many, shoots Many, many Eric- times. Eric, three times. While Old West music is playing, right? So this is very absurd. This is not a serious dying scene. This is very much absurd violence. For sure. 
It's a three shotgun blasts, though. That's brutal. And then he pulls his pistol and shoots the director. He shoots Bobby Singer or Bob Singer. So we've got Cricky down, Bob Singer down. Bob and then down. he just like starts shooting up a set. Yeah. And just everyone, like the the one of the assistants was saying, like, oh, I don't no gunfire on the call sheet today. And then he gets shot in the back while everybody else is getting shot. And um Sam just is able to distract Virgil while Dean tackles him and just starts punching him a lot. So we have another three-way fight with Sam, Dean, and Virgil. Sam does manage to get the fucking key back. Thank goodness. That's important. Right when then, the sigil starts glowing. And they're like, oh, no, Raphael, this is not good. But they go through the window anyways and uh, end up in a parking lot. No, and freeze frame. So we have the reference back to the beginning where they were just like, who the fuck would do a freeze frame? And then here we get a freeze frame. Freeze frame. Freeze frame through the window. Yeah. Yes. So uh, a woman is walking up to them in the parking lot in a nice suit. Says, you two have the strangest look. He's a nice suit. She's in a boring fucking spread suit that they all goddamn wear. She looks like a G-man, T-man, whatever. But also she's there and then here comes... Nicely tailored. It is nicely tailored. It is well done. I do appreciate a woman in a good men's wear suit. Uh, It's hard to do. It was hard to do. It was was well, but you know, she's spread, so easier. Uh, So here, then in in comes Flaps. Balthazar just flaps it. Balthy's there. And, uh, yeah, and he's like, and uh, that will open your locker at the Albany bus station. The hmm. weapons are all gone. This is all a distraction. Look over there. Yeah. Over the boy, there. the the brothers, the boys were a decoy. <gasps> they were, they were so well hidden that the weapons needed time to be found. And they were the distraction for, for Virgil. Raphael is fucking pissed. And who shows up? Castiel. He flaps in. He flaps in. Flap it in. Flap it in. I got all those powers and weapons now. Woo! Yeah. And he's like, Raphael, you need to get the fuck away from Balthazar. Hmm. I've got all the weapons, so I got all the power. I got the power. I got the power. And then we get a really cool silhouette with lightning of wing flap. Wings. Big big wings. It's like like a dick throw, but it's with the wings. It's like, check out my big dick wings. Not dick wings, though. Not dick wings, no. Uh, and then uh, Raphael flaps away. Raphael gone. Flap, 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 flap. Flap, flap. What the hell, Cass? <clears throat> yeah. Whoop. Yeah. This is a... Uh, uh, now we got Balthazar telling Castiel, like, look, you've got your sword. Try not to die by it. And uh, Castiel touches the shoulders of... Sam and Dean. It's a nice shoulder boob. We're not doing a forehead boob. We're doing a nice shoulder, calm shoulder boob. And we're back at Bobby Singer's. I when I can. And Castiel was in on it all along. (gasps) He knew Balthazar's plan. He would have done the same thing. Because if I lose against Raphael, we all lose. And Dean is very frustrated. And Dean, why is Dean is so frustrated by this? And I'm annoyed that Dean is frustrated by this. Because his boyfriend's not telling him everything. Mm. his boyfriend's not being honest and he should be honest in a, in a mature relationship but if he knew then they would have known and it wouldn't have worked it wouldn't have worked but you know you're not that you're not that important Dean Winchester heaven's more important than you hmm 
So <sighs> anyways, so Sam Sam starts tapping the wall to make sure it's real and not a set, which is funny. I do get that. But they uh, they like that they're back at their moldy termitey home sweet home. Yep. Chock full of crap that'll want to skin you and they're broke again. But at least they're talking. And that was a hilarious ending line. Because that was the joke all along. So, what just happened? Oh my god, what was this episode? And in order to do this, I'm going to throw Diana into a quiz corner. Quiz corner. I don't know what the fuck I'm calling this. It's like a quiz quiz couch? Casting couch. It's the casting couch. Were they on that show that time with that guy? La 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 We need quiz couch because we're taking her casting couch. I wouldn't let her look at casting couch because I, wa- I didn't want her to know what was real and what was an illusion. All right, so <laughs> oh, you ready? God. What the fuck just happened? All right, number one. Was that the real Bobby Singer? That's a question. Was that the real Robert Singer? No. It was not. That was Brian Doyle Murray. Uh, You may know him from such films as Groundhog Day, Caddyshack, Caddyshack 2, 16 Candles, National Lampoon's Vacation, Wayne's World, SpongeBob, Scrooge, Cabin Boy, and he played Jack Ruby in the Oliver Stone JFK. Oh. What? Interesting. All right, second. I know a lot of fun Jack Ruby facts. Go ahead. I know. I figured I thought you would, we could add that to you. Your Jack Ruby. Like, I feel like that's going to be a new thing for you. I don't know why that's weird. Um, okay, anyways. All right, so it has it's a work thing, guys. It's not just a weird thing. It's a thing. Okay, whatever. All right, number two. Was that the real Eric Kripke? I'm going to say yes. No, that was no. Micah Hopsman. Uh, he was Parker in uh, he was in Parker with Jason Statham and Jennifer Lopez. He also appeared in the series Homeland and was a lead in the rom com in Stereo. All right, <clears throat> was that the real stunt coordinator? Yes, yes, it was. That was Blue Bolo, and we talked about the show. He, he passed away in two thousand twenty. 2022 i know how time works um so uh but yes we've talked about him before and but then to follow up were those are real stunt actors models stunt models stunt actors no yes they were real they uh. were mark carpenter and todd scott who actually are or todd i had todd scoot so maybe todd scoot todd i don't scoot. know if i typed wrong i hope your name is todd scoot but todd scott's part of it. I don't know. but anyway, they, they, they were the real stunt doubles all right. Was that Sarah Gamble on the phone? I mean, it might as well have been, but I doubt they would use her. No, it was not. It was the voice of the actress Hilary Jardine, who is a Canadian actress who made her TV debut on Psych. Okay. Fuck you, James. All right. So she was a recurring <gasps> character in CBS <sighs> Zoo, Sci Fi's Van Helsing, and ABC's Somewhere in Between. She was an army of one with Nicolas Cage. And in 2020, was in the horror movie, Welcome to the Circle. And oh my God, I do have to read this IMDb synopsis. All right, ready? A random bear attack during a family camping trip leaves Greg, 
father and Samantha, daughter, trapped by demon-worshipping cult known as the Circle. Unbeknownst to all is that there's an infiltrator in the cult's ranks. She is communication. This is not my words. They're just theirs. She is communication with a former member on the outside named Grady. Grady's plan is to lead a small group of rescuers into the heart of the Circle. But will they get there in time to save Greg, Samantha, and others from the demon known as Percy Stevens? Huh. That was not a well-written <laughs> synopsis. And what the, I don't know what the fuck's happening. But I also want to watch it immediately. Because I have to know what happened. All right. Some other notable crew members in this episode. The director of photography, Sergei Landers. I'm butchering your last name. Landersur, uh Was played mm-hmm. by Art Kitching. Kevin Parks. Uh, the first direct assistant director on the odd number episodes, also known as Parksopedia because he has extreme knowledge of Supernatural, was played by Jason Bryden. The producer, Jim Michaels, was played by Gar- Garwin Sanford, who also played Deacon in season two's Folsom Prison. And the driver, a.k.a. Cl- Cliff Klosterman, uh, who uh, the real Cliff Klosterman played Tiny in Folsom Prison, right? So oh, yeah, yeah. You were Tiny. We love Tiny. He became yeah. a driver and personal bodyguard to Jared yeah. and Jensen. and But in the show, in here, was played by the actor Philip Maurice Hayes. All right. Aww. And so we're going to sort of round up with some general fast trivia on this episode, just because there's so many Easter eggs and things that were getting thrown around. All right, number, this is like number six, number one, whatever. All right, when Dean holds up the Supernatural magazine and says, look at these male modeling sons of bitches, nice blue steel, Sam. Is that a real magazine? Yes. It is. It was a copy of Supernatural, the official magazine, issue number 11 from August 2009. That was published by Titan Magazines and was first released on November 27th, 2007. It ceased production in 2012, but did have a final souvenir 148-page issue on in, in 2013. All right. The clip of Jensen Ackles in Days of Our Lives. Was that real? Yes. Duh, of course that was. All right. True false. Misha really treated... Hola, Misha Amigos. J2 got me good. Really starting to feel like one of the guys. I'm going to go with yeah. Yeah, he totally did. He tweeted that when this aired. He also tweeted, if IMHO, J&J had a late one last night, rolling on the floor, laughing my ass off. And then tweeted, my phone was stolen and apparently cast into a parallel universe, universe devoid of magic. I've retrieved it. I promise it won't happen again. All right. Number two, Jared and Jensen don't talk to each other. True or false? False. False. At least at this time it was. They were in each other's buddies. All right. True or false? Jared Padalecki owns an alpaca. I'm going to bet that he does. Okay. It was false as of this taping. I do know that he has or has had... Dogs, mini horses, miniature horses, which means they're close to me. Jared sliding to my DMs. I know that I need to see the horses, man. All right, bees, bunnies, and chickens. Uh, okay. So I knew they had animals. They so my had animals. Might as well be a fucking alpaca, right? I'm not sure. Like, so there was also this thing because alpaca became a celebrity animal. 
like when mm. you said like they're the greenest of animals and it's something to do with like how their their feet are and they like don't try they don't leave a footprint i don't fuck you but like i don't know i love alpacas and if you watch uh going for the girl gold you can hear their mating call uh, it's close to it all right true or false <gasps> jared padalecki is married to ruby i mean true False. He is married to the actress, and she has a name. Her name is Genevieve. Her name is is Genevieve. She's not Ruby. Her name is Genevieve, but you can call me Jen. Uh, Cortez, Cortez, Cortez. I think it's Cortez, Uh, but she generally goes under Padalecki now. All right, true or false? Jen is on the board for an international otter adoption charity. Let me go with false. I think that's false, although I'm sure she does not mind otters. Her- I don't think you can adopt otters. There is that, that place in Japan that has like the otter hotel that we can just go oh, hang out in the hot tub with otters. So that's true. Eh. I mean, if you get enough money, you can adopt what the fuck you want. Adopt with quotes. Um, I do know her latest project is Town Take Only What You Need, which is a community connecting experts and everyday people to live more consciously and sustainably. I went way too far into lives of Jen and Jared Pepe. Trying to always feel what wasn't. <sighs> feel a little sockery. All right. So the last, last question. All right. <gasps> this episode has become so meta that is in other TV universes. Is this true or false? I'm going to go with True. Of course it's true. All right. So this is according to SupernaturalWiki.com, as many facts are, and also to my own eyes after I watched it. Uh, the Impala was in um, the episode of Legends of Tomorrow, Zari, not Zari, from March 24th, 2020. And in it, they're holding a notice about the filming of Supernatural. And it basically has like a plot where they're like running through Vancouver and they come across the Supernatural crew filming an episode with the Impala. So because it's a supernatural crew filming an episode and that's that's the universe it puts it in. So yeah. and occasionally you'll hear like whenever it goes like super meta that does this French mistake, right? But Yeah. This is the universe where the T V show is a TV show. Nice. And so this is the French mistake. Yes. That's what we live in. We live in the French mistake. Yes. God damn it, is this worse than time travel? But at least there's no magic. Well, I mean, there's apparently some magic. So, that was our quiz. We're done. Yay! Uh, So, we can talk about... What are your feelings? How'd you feel? That was a super fun episode. I don't know if it did a ton to like all like really what's funny about it. What's funny like looking back at it now. It's like if you look at like the overarch of the season, like what did this do for the for the plot of the season? I think literally all, all it did in my opinion was we got Raphael and Raphael's pissed because Cass Cass got the weapons. I think it brings the, the attention back to the angel fight in heaven, right? Because I feel like that's oh, for, been yeah. such that's been such a subplot, right? Like that's something that's kind of been in the background. Like we're like, where the fuck is Cass? And we're like, Cass is fighting an angel war. I'm just like, what? And they're like, why don't we see an angel war? Like, like now this kind of brings that into the forefront, right? Because everything else seems to be kind of like, I mean, we just got through what, like, 
oh my god i don't have a soul like one thing that really didn't get brought up which i'm surprised was not only are things like are they rich in this world there's no wall in sam's head so if they'd stayed there they, like they probably would have been fine that's interesting they didn't even mention that but there's no magic so they, yeah that's i sense. think it's weird they don't talk about it because that's one of the things i would bring up because jared like jensen ah so dean has been so obsessed with it right like that right. was like in those last episodes like the wall stop trying to remember stop trying to like blah. don't scratch the itch don't scratch the itch and like that's not even brought up in this episode so i do have mm, a problem with that weird. because i think that should have been something that they were like oh yeah it should have been mentioned or at least addressed at some point yeah uh but other than that i mean they went like full and they i guess when they were they pitched this and so they like brought this to the actual actors jensen and jared because they said it's you know very rare for them at this point of filming to have been so early in the production process right to be brought into like a script and I guess one of the, the stipulations that Padalecki said was that he didn't want to be playing himself playing himself. <laughs> it sounds dirty. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Play with like, himself. You want to play himself. with himself. <laughs> right. He still wanted to be a character. Right. So he's not Sam playing Jared. You know what I mean? Like, so the, he's always he's Sam playing he was Sam. Still playing who's Sam Winchester. Well, he never switched right. into Jared. And like, but even like with Misha's character, like it was a very spoiler alert. That's not how Misha Collins is in real life. As far as I know. I mean, we've only seen him at Collins. I've never had a direct conversation with Misha Collins. He could be like this for all we know. Yeah. But I don't think so. So. You never know, but yeah, you never know. So, but, but yeah, no, I thought it was really for funny. how meta this got. Oh no, not at all. I mean, like you're like, okay, they've kind of done like some, like they're, you know, they had like their little Hollywood stint. You know, we've got a couple episodes where they've been on sets, right? So when they first fall on set, you're like, oh, okay, we're doing this, interesting, okay. But how meta it is is hilarious, and I love that they tied in. I, I like that they brought in Genevieve. Like things they didn't have to do, right? There's there's choices that were made. And I thought it was really clever. Really fun. Yeah, it's like it's it. it's really is like you said, super fun. But it's a classic episode. I always enjoy when you and get funny. to watch these. Just because yeah. it's like you know, hey, we're poking. And I'm trying not to burp, guys. So I'm not being uh, over emotional. Well, they're poking fun at themselves. No, they're poking fun at themselves. They're having fun <sighs> I'm with sorry, it. Okay, that they're, one I got loose and I feel better now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're owning their own story and i think it's hilarious well and really you know at this point we know that the family espn you know the the tweets that misha was sending out were getting retweeted by fans and you know maybe this was also like hey reminder like we're we're here still and like for all you know we could be canceled next year in season six like this could be the last season you ever see us <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, but that spoiler. There's more. Yeah, there is. There is more to come. Quite, quite a bit more. Quite a bit more. Oh. Okay, so anything else beyond like no. you just enjoyed it? I'm no. just glad it was a good episode. You know, after we've had we were we've been in Bummerland, so the the signs back Lot up. Bummersville has been for yeah. real, man. Zero, so. zero, zero episodes since last bummer. We've got. 
Here's a picture. Devil's Trap Podcast is a Don't Get It production. Meow. Devil's Trap Podcast is part of the Ship It Studios Podcast Network. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Devil's Trap Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Devil's Trap Podcast, Twitter at Devil's Trap Pod, or you can email us at Devil's Trap at Devil's Trap Podcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe, leave reviews, and share with all your friends. We're at all your favorite podcast outlets and at Devil's Trap Podcast.com. I'm Babe. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.